Hi guys and welcome to the Atlas Weekly Recap, covering the events of the week ending Friday, March 17th, 2023. To say there's been a lot going on in financial markets over the last seven days would be a, a bit of an understatement. This week I'll, I'll be talking about the collapse of US Bank Silicon Valley Bank, uh, or SVB, last week and more recently the, the sell-off of Swiss investment bank Credit Suisse. I'll also be talking about US CPI on Tuesday, that we saw on Tuesday. I'll also be talking about Australia's employment data and what it means for the path of Australia's interest rates. So let's get into it. Probably the most notable event that occurred in the last seven days was the collapse of US bank SVB and the subsequent bailout by the US government that followed this. And I mean, looking at SVB, it acts as the bank to a lot of startup firms in the US, mostly you know smaller tech firms who, who deposit their cash with, with SVB as depositors. And the bank had grown rapidly over the last 18 months, so it had accumulated a lot of assets in a very short period of time. And this may have played a, a role in, in its sort of recent um, mismanagement of its assets. And what happened uh, last week on Thursday was was the bank had tried to raise some some capital on on Thursday, and the reason why it was trying to raise some capital was because it recently had to sell some of its bonds at a loss. So it realised that a loss of about 1.8 billion. So they were trying to raise another two billion to sort of fill that that void, but this failed due to some liquidity issues brought about by a run on deposits. And this forced local regulators to, to step in and, and take ownership of the bank due to the inadequate uh, liquidity. And essentially what was happening was venture capital firms who bankroll all these small startup firms, they were advising their, their clients to take their money out of the bank and put it elsewhere. And they sort of, you know, these, these small firms did that and led to a bank run. And, you know, deposits were sort of, withdrawals were, were being made like quicker than, uh, you know, the, the bank could free up the, the cash for the, to, to meet these withdrawals and sort of force the company into receivership. Following this on Sunday, we, we then saw the US Treasury and the Fed step in to help ease some of the, the market contagion fears. So there was sort of fears that, you know, similar banks would be experiencing these same issues. And because of this, we, we saw the US banking regulator in the US, referred to as the FDIC or the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, they guaranteed deposits up to US 250K. But the federal government intervened and sort of took this a step further and they extended protection to all SVP deposit holders. So if you had money in SVP, the, the government would sort of guarantee you, you would get your cash back. But despite the efforts of regulators and the US government, to calm the, the market, you know, global equities were still very much rattled and um, particularly in the banking sector. So if we look at some of them, the share price movements, you know, in some of the major US banks, looking at you know, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Citigroup and the like, on average, these bigger banks fell about 12.5% in the past week. From an Australian perspective, uh, I mean, our banking regulator known as APRA, uh, Australian Prudential Regulatory Authority, they impose much stricter liquidity and capital requirements on banks here in Australia than I guess international banking rules do. And um, it really does support the credit profiles of our domestic banks, but nonetheless, you know, the, the negative sentiment from the SVB failure 
did and will likely continue to, to weigh on markets over the near term. Looking to the jobs data that we saw on Friday night last week, and this this data point was really much was very much overshadowed by the, the collapse of SVB. But I'll just touch on it quickly because it, it is important. And the, the jobs data that we, we got, it showed that another 311,000 Americans found jobs in the month of February and the unemployment rate in the US uh, edged slightly higher to 3.6%. And uh, this number of 311,000 was a little bit more than the market had expected. The, the consensus was for around 200 jobs to be added. And uh, you know this, this stronger number does reinforce the case for high interest rates in, in the US. Now looking to this week, we had US inflation data on Tuesday uh, released as measured by the CPI consumer price index. We saw the index rise by 0.4% in February after increasing 0.5% in January. And over the last 12 months, the index has increased 6%. So, you know, in the 12 months to February, it's up 6%, and this is down from 6.4% uh, in the 12 months to, to January. So it does suggest that inflation you know, has, has likely peaked in the US and, and price increases are slowing. And um, you know, some of the major contributors for February's increase was uh, Shelter being, being the main contributor, was the largest contributor to the monthly increase, and it accounted for about 70% of the increases. And uh, if it wasn't for the SVB, debacle going on on Friday, this this data would have really shored up a, a 50 basis point move by the Fed, so they meet next week. But uh, investors are still assessing, uh, I guess, the broader impact of the collapse of SVB and expectations you know, for the Fed to raise interest rates next week have been revised from 50 basis points to, to even to, to 25. And a pause was sort of considered uh, among economists for a brief period of time, but it, it's likely, you know, we'll likely see a 25 over a 50 basis point move. And I mean, as if, if the Fed were to sort of pause or sort of, you know, not go ahead with the interest rate hike as high as 25, it's likely by holding off on interest rates, it's likely going to create more panic in the market. And, you know, this is, this is what we saw in Europe um, recently where, so on Thursday night, Australia time, we had the ECB, the European Central Bank, they went ahead with interest rates, you know, business as, as usual. They they weren't really sort of uh, affected by the, you know, the, the market turmoil. And, um, you know, speaking of, of the sort of market sort of um, risk off sentiment that we're seeing in Europe lately in Credit Suisse, I'll just sort of touch on what's been happening with Credit Suisse as well. So essentially it's been a bit of a perfect storm for, for them, unfortunately, the, the company and, um, on Tuesday this week, they, they announced that they were expecting some substantial losses for, for the year. And uh, this announcement sort of came about amid, you know, a bit of a banking crisis, you know, in, in the US with, with SVB, where, where confidence was already sort of wavering a little bit. And uh, this announcement was, and I mean, a reaction in the share price was sort of exacerbated further as, as one of the major shareholders in Credit Suisse, being the, the Saudi National Bank, they, they own a 10% stake. Uh, one of the spokesmen for, for the uh, Saudi National Bank went, when asked um, if, it would, if they would support the bank with further capital uh, to sort of assist with these, um, I guess, profit issues. He had explicitly sort of ruled out any sort of poss possibility of supporting the Credit Suisse further and um, sort of saying that it would be in, in breach of its, its sort of shareholder caps. So it can't hold too much of a position in, in Credit Suisse. And, um, 
this coupled with the the announcement really sent the share price falling so we, we saw credit Swiss share price fall about 24 percent on uh on wednesday and this really did spill over into other european banking stocks as well as the broader european markets same with the uk as well and um i mean fortunately you know for credit Swiss to, to restore confidence in the financial system there we saw the Swiss central bank uh, being Swiss Swiss national bank. Uh, they actually lent Credit Suisse uh, about 81 billion Swiss francs to, to keep it operational and sort of cease uh, further panic and, and any sort of further, any potential for a, a bank run as well, like we saw with SVB. But, and, and since then, we have seen the share price bounce, bounce back overnight, you know, Thursday Australia time, uh, we, we saw the share price come back about 19%. So that sort of allowed the market to, to calm down a little bit we, we saw european markets up overnight in in thursday's trade coming back to australia to domestically on on thursday we, we did see the australian bureau of statistics the abs release some data on australia's employment picture so it, it showed that 64,000 people in australia found work in, in the month of february and again why i sort of touch on this this job start is because it does play a part in, in the, I guess, the path for interest rates. So if we're seeing more jobs being being added, it's likely gonna create further, um, it, it sort of puts um, further pressure on, on inflation and not what we wanna see in this current sort of high inflation market. And um, I mean, 64,000 new jobs and the, the as a result, the employment rate uh, fell slightly as well, but still remains at a record level of, of record low of 3.5%. and. Um, this stronger employment data that we saw locally in Australia does suggest that another 25 basis point rise uh, will be on the cards when the RBA meets again in, in April. And uh, in terms of a bit of a, a market cap, just because it has been a, a very sort of volatile week for equity markets, both in Australia and in international markets, I just thought I'd provide a bit of a market uh, wrap in terms of what some of the major share market in indexes have been doing. So if we look at the ASX 200 over the last seven days, it is down 4.7%. So back to where it was sort of in January. Euro stocks 50 is down close to 4% and the UK as well. So if we look at the FTSE 100, it's down about 6% over the last week. The S&P 500 on the other hand, so the, the US stock market index, it's held up a bit better uh, over the last seven days and it's up about 1% over the same period. Uh, looking to next week, we'll, we'll see some European CPI numbers for the month of February released. And more importantly, you know, a very anticipated sort of interest rate decision by the Federal Reserve being handed down on, on Wednesday. So that's going to be a big item to, to look out for next week. That's all for this week, guys. I'll be back next week for another episode of the Atlas Weekly Recap. Thanks for listening.